Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Allegedly Astrology. Dana, what are we covering on this episode? Today, we are talking about Scandoval. What else would we be talking about, peeps? I mean, it's just so much good, good stuff here. But before we get into the Scandoval drama, we are pumped to finally announce that we are dropping season six on, drumroll please, Monday, June 26th. Yay! Finally. We have some great episodes lined up for the season. And as always, we want to hear from you what we should cover. So make sure to slide into those DMs if there's a topic you desperately want to learn more about. But if you can't wait for June 26, make sure to head over to our Patreon where you'll get additional episodes per month and bonus charts from our main feed episodes as well. You won't want to miss those. So with that, let's get into the scandal that took Bravo fans and honestly the world by storm. Scandaval is the cheating scandal that happened between longtime Vanderpump Rules castmates and life partners Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox. The two were once referred to as the most stable relationship in the show's history, but all of that came to a crashing halt when Ariana found out that Tom was cheating on her with her friend and castmate Raquel. So Sarah, before we really get into it, will you give us a a brief overview of the key players involved in the Scandaval drama? Yes. First, we will start out with the main couple. um, And I'll give you a quick recap of who they are. So Tom Sandoval, who is the originator of the name Scandaval. Genius, honestly. (laughs) And it is a really good thing. It's a really good name. And Ariana Maddox are on the Bravo show Vanderpump Rules. Tom has been on since the first episode that started in 2013. And Ariana came on in season two as a new bartender at Sir, and that's the restaurant where the show is based around. And Sarah, tell us what Sir stands for. Oh, sexy urban restaurant. No, sexy. Oh, sexy unique restaurant. I know that because one of my <laughs> new favorite podcasts, as of Scandaval, is called Sexy Unique Podcast. Oh my god! I for some reason I always think it's urban, but I mean it makes sense. Like, unique is such no. a weird word to call for a restaurant that is sexy, like, unique, derivative cheesecake factory. And it also, sir, just means south, so just say it south. No, it's fine. Uh, mm. But also, for anyone who watches t- to even know that they were ever called the most stable show or the most stable, I know. is not saying much. No, the show is literally just broken. Yeah, everyone's cheating on trade lovers. Yeah, yeah. So at the time that Tom and Ariana got together, Tom was dating another cast member named Kristen for about six years. And then he cheated on her with Ariana. And it's worth noting that everyone cheats on everyone in the show. What did Andy Cohen say in the in the reunion episode? You all yeah, blood said, on like, your hands or something? Yeah. Except, except for Katie. Yeah. Except for Katie and, and LPB. Yeah. Or Lisa Van. Yeah. Van, so we think. So we think. We think. But Tom and Ariana confirmed their relationship during the Vanderpump Rules season two reunion and have been together ever since. So Dana, let's get into their bye wheel. Okay. Ariana was born on June 24th, 1985, around 11 p.m. at Cape Canaveral, Florida. This information is from Astro Databank, and it's based on her tweeting her big three. She's an Aquarius rising, so the time is estimated, but we know she's an Aquarius rising. Sandoval, first of all, Sandoval was born on July 7th, 1982, despite what you may read on his Wikipedia, which is a lie, because it says July 7th, 1983. He was born in St. Louis, Missouri at 10.05 a.m., and our source is Alyssa Polinsky from Stars X Alyssa on Instagram, all one word. And stars got, by Alyssa. But it's the the ta- the handle is just stars excellent. We will tag Alyssa in the show notes because we love Alyssa for giving us this hot, hot information. Yeah, she's a major Bravo astrologer. I'm, I'm sure. Friend of the pod. Yeah. She's a friend of the pod. And how did she get that? And how did Alyssa get that birth time? She got it from Ariana. Mic drop. Fucking, I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> we have an exclusive birth time and birth date because also, Dana, will you talk about how you found out that it was 1982 instead of 1983? Yeah, someone someone said that he was 40 and then I looked online and it said he was 39 and I was, hmm. And so someone, I looked up Tom Sandoval age and there was a post on Reddit <laughs> talking about, well, People Magazine listed him as 40 years old in one of their articles and then 
Someone posted on Instagram a picture of his yearbook and it said that he was the class of 2000, which would naturally put him as someone who was born in 1982 because you don't graduate when you're 16. And so that's how that was. And we know he's not smart enough to skip a grade. Also, Alyssa had that in her thing. So we first got this together very haphazardly. But now (laughs) but now it's been confirmed. Right. And also, of course, a liar lies about this. But someone else said maybe he lied because he wanted to be 29 when the show started instead of 30 because, you know, to to look a little less washed. Uh, Anyway, he did look very young when the show started. he, He was 22. Yeah. But okay, so Ariana is a Cancer Sun, a Virgo moon, and an Aquarius rising. And Tom Ooh. is also a Cancer Sun, a Capricorn moon, and a Virgo rising. So something that's interesting is how much Cancer and Virgo there is throughout all these. But yeah, Tom was born one day after a lunar eclipse in, Ca- in Capricorn. And the moon isn't debilitated in Capricorn. Um, it could avoid emotions or, you know, do power. Because Capricorn seeks power. I mean, I actually generally really love the moon in Capricorn. Emotions are given a backseat to sort of seeking power. So, okay, both of them are Cancer suns. Ariana's son is ruled by her moon in Virgo. So she's about service and maybe keeping things in. Tom's ruled by his moon in Capricorn. And as Sarah says, these are the facts before feeling moon signs. So we know that, that they protected each other and they, you know, I guess you would say lied for each other. Ariana said they, they said that Miami girl wasn't real or whatever even though she knew the truth. And so she protected Tom and Tom protected his reputation, which is fitting for these respective moon signs. Tom also has his Cancer Sun conjunct his North Node since he was born on a total lunar eclipse conjunct the South Node. And the South Node can be our downfall and his moon in Capricorn can care once again more about his reputation and retaining power than his or other people's feelings. Ariana has her Sun, Mars, and Mercury in Cancer, so she really is ride or die. But Cancer needs emotional connection lest they retreat. And Mars and Cancer especially needs to feel an emotional connection to be turned on and want to have sex. We know she needs that. Yeah. She's said that several times. She literally, can we just hang out? And he's, oh, you're asking so much of me. And her Cancer stellium is in her natal sixth house, which once again, it's about regular maintenance. So the sixth house, sixth house industry is going to be about things that need to be done regularly, right? Doing mundane tasks together. She would have enjoyed, you know, ordering batteries if he had just asked her. I know. <laughs> yeah, she didn't order she, toilet paper or bring home toilet paper. I listened to her call her Okay. Yeah, she was, I took care of the dogs. I paid for all the vet bills. It was so ridiculous. But yeah, with her son, Mars and Mercury on Tom's son and South and North Node, this initial attraction would have for sure been palpable. The North Node is a pull and Mars is sex and penetration. And in Cancer, I believe that this did feel a safe space, especially for Ariana, whose natal Mercury's in Cancer. And maybe she, you know, felt free to communicate, right? But communication then, of course, will be really important. And when that goes away, then the North Node, you know, it could sort of get shaky. Um, Tom's Venus is in Gemini, conjunct Ariana's Chiron in her natal fifth house of romance and fun. And Chiron is our primordial wound and what we need to heal. So maybe his love, which is Venus, opened her up and allowed her to have fun again after an emotionally abusive relationship, which she has talked about. But... Also, maybe, you know, I mean, this love, this relationship is ultimately what, you know, wounded her again. And maybe that wounding will help open her up eventually. But yeah, he also has his Jupiter in her 10th house conjuncture natal Pluto. And incidentally, unfortunately for both of them, but technically fortunately for her eventually is that this event boosted her career. And so the 10th house is career. So she, you know, had to her at the at the expense of her personal life. Also, his natal... Lilith is conjunct her Neptune in a tight conjunction in Capricorn, and that's in her 12th house. So she, Lilith is about, Lilith is the wounded woman. Lilith can also be about secrets, and the 12th house is a lot about secrets and things we don't see coming. Neptune's also about obliteration or making things unclear. So at a few times in the Call Her Daddy interview, she said that uh, there were signs that maybe she missed, but it seems also maybe she really couldn't have seen them. I don't know. Mm, Damn. Yeah. Because it's also very subconscious, too. Yeah. You know, it's stuff you have to kind of almost willingly try and go into the depths of what is in the back of your skull to address, which is obviously hard. For sure. But I also do his Chiron in his, in her fourth house is on the one hand, it's, it's it honestly could be nice because it's kind of gives the potential for healing but also it could be them together are able to open up really fucked up wounds you know the fourth house is obviously a deep part of you they could have had a relationship where it was very easy for them to kind of hurt each other unknowingly because it's in this deeper place 
But also to, at least at the beginning when they met, Dana kind of said they probably were very attracted to each other and were having good sex like Mars on the sun. Hell yeah, let's go. Also, both of them have Chiron in each other's Venus placements and Chiron often shows up in, you know, sex stuff too. If you, you know, have good sex, check Chiron in that transit, I don't know. But yeah, so that's interesting. Venus also being so much about love. They healed each other probably through love and that attraction. Fucking Tom. Yeah. Interesting. Fucking Tom. And her moon is in his eighth house, which is hottie, hottie nation. <laughs> her moon's in her, in, in her first his house. His eighth house. In his, oh. in his first house, her, her eighth house. Oh. So I mean, moon in first house her. is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Moon in first house is nice. Also, she, she can see him for... You know, she feels him for who he is. And then whenever, when he's not getting that validation or that emotional validation from her, he, you know, blames her. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate him. I know, me too. So, Ariana and Tom have been together for nine years, almost 10 years. They own a really beautiful home together. Ariana had made it clear she never really wanted to get married. She kind of was not about kids, but in the past few years, she kind of changed her stance on kids. She decided to freeze her eggs just in case, but the show did hint they were kind of going through a rough patch. Dana said she wanted to be, you know, she needed an emotional connection, an intimate kind of connection with Tom, and that clearly they needed to work on that. Uh, but every relationship has their ups and downs. So I want to know, what is their Davison chart? A Davison chart is when it's the exact middle date, minute, and midpoint in space of two people's birth charts. So it takes... So it takes two people's birth charts and makes and makes its own chart. chart. A new it chart. It finds the exact midpoint in time. So uh, the chart of the relationship itself whereas synastry is the energy between two people this is a new yeah. chart of their relationship as so creating a new a new date so dana what is this new what is their davison chart date it's december 31st 1983 around 902 a.m it's a Capricorn sun, a Sagittarius moon, and a Scorpio rising. Capricorn sun in Davison means that this is a relationship with goals and a need to be working toward something, right? They need to just even have simple goals, even if it's just, you know, the goals to, to spend time together. Sagittarius moon needs to have fun and needs to explore together. They need to, and this really boosts the, I guess, the self-esteem of a relationship. I'm sure there's a better word for that, but that's because it's this moon's in the second house and it's also with Jupiter, with Neptune, with the South Node, with Uranus. So there's shock, gravity. There's It's not just about exploring. It's really needing to have these experiences, which, which is what Sagittarius really speaks to. Also, Sagittarius moons, which I'll touch on later, can escape their own emotions. So when things maybe feel a certain way, maybe one or both parties seek escape in some capacity. But then also the relationship is an escape. And the emotions of this relationship really are its currency with the Davison moon in the second house. So it's a Scorpio rising chart, and this is intensity and blood oaths, but also maybe secrets. So their Scorpio rising is ruled by Mars and Libra in the 12th house, and Mars in Libra is conflict avoidant. Mars in Libra is in detriment. And Mars in the 12th house can indicate affairs or secrets, which is both how this relationship started. Oh, shit. Started and ended. Damn. And Mars in Libra also can break up existing relationships right because it's Libra's yeah. a sign of relationships and mars is severing i just got the chills yes yeah, so did i got the chills also Dang. this chart has venus and scorpio opposite chiron and taurus so venus is love and in scorpio it's also in detriment and it needs depth and unwavering commitment so there's just an intensity with venus and scorpio and venus and scorpio can all often be hurt in love and chiron in taurus chiron's the primordial wound in taurus it heals by achieving security and since it's in their Davis and seventh house that's going to be about you know relationship commitment and financial security which is you know maybe buying a house together sort of cementing that security Taurus is all about a home and foundations uh, and this opposition can indicate that this relationship I think produces an awareness and a safe space to help each party heal at best but at worst it's sort of when it could be accusing each other of things right Ariana sort of said that she would look at you know at his phone but she sort of said that she would just sort of look at his phone to see where he was or whatever or what his text messages were something like that so you know maybe not losing that sort of trust because both Venus and Taurus really need trust I mean both Taurus and Scorpio are really wrapped up in trust and security also, the sun is conjunct Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, and it's a retrograde Mercury Kazemi. So it's 
Interesting. This isn't the third house. I feel like this could be people who really get each other. They're always around each other. Maybe some sort of a sibling type relationship. Also sort of it's interesting because Mercury retrograde conjunct the sun is sort of going backwards. And what really unwound this relationship is Raquel, who Tom said was his little sister. So that's a little bit is Yeah. Uh, okay. And so now wait, you have wait. done the Davison Biwheel with Tom's chart and the Davison Biwheel with Ariana's chart. Yeah, there's just some interesting things here. And that's one way to see how the relationship affects each individual. So uh, Sandoval's natal Pluto is exactly conjunct the Davis and Mars. And Pluto is about intensity. It's, it could be about lying. It's about power. Like he is what broke this up. So him being a weirdo in private is what broke this up. <laughs> and I say in private because it's in the 12th house of the Davison chart. The 12th house is... I mean, he's a weirdo in public. Can you imagine how weird he is in private? Oh my God. Gross. Watching him perform is so fucking funny though. <laughs> also, his Venus is conjunct the Davis and North node. So if he is capable of feeling love it's very possible that ariana <laughs> was the love of his life um, if he is capable of feeling love let's just note that that's what dana said i mean he it's so weird to be a serial relationship a super serial long-term relationship person and do the things he's done yeah well he needs the anchor but he doesn't whatever he's a piece of shit yeah. Oh, so the Davis and Lilith is conjunct his descendant. So this is almost like wounded women as his opponent. Also, maybe, you know, just sort of he's cheated before. So I feel throughout the relationship, maybe it's, his, you know, the beginning could be like his attraction to this, this sexual attraction that he can't, that's overpowering to him. He's, you know, committed. That's, you know, on the descendant. Then maybe finding, you know, other women as well as Raquel to have sex with. And then finally, Ariana decimating him with the facts of... <laughs> everything oh god that was such a heartbreaking scene she was so raw in that moment she when she was like i don't care about fucking raquel <laughs> and then i felt so sad when she was, i would have followed you anywhere i was girl Oof. this guy sucks but also i know ride or die so ariana's uranus is conjunct the davis and south node and that's exact so this is surprise endings the south node relates to what's being phased out and uranus is all about surprise and this relationship had a surprise ending God. Her Chiron is conjunct the Davison North Node. So this is Aww. her wound really also sort of took it, you know, the finality of the relationship or the destiny of this relationship. Maybe part of it was healing her and part of it was just sort of this ultimately also hurt her and then maybe opened her up to other things too. Her Mars is opposite the Davison Sun and Mercury retrograde. So this is maybe some sort of constant exchange and also an awareness regarding her own insecurities, which it doesn't sound like Tom was picking on her at all. But she did say that she'd be like, can you just tell me I'm hot? Mars and Cancer needs to find outlets for certain things. And so just having the Sun and Mercury opposite it all the time could be a constant awareness of these things and probably also empowering at times, but ultimately not that, you know, it ultimately it empowered her through the most heartbreaking way possible oh that's so sad Whew. so we just covered tom and ariana so now we got to get into what the third person in this scandal which is raquel so raquel is a former beauty queen that joined the cast because she was dating another cast member james kennedy and she was together with James for five years, and they even got engaged. Why is it for I'm getting engaged on the show anyway? <laughs> However, they called it off in December 2021 after being engaged for seven months. It's also important to note that Raquel is friends with everyone on the cast, but she was V-close with Ariana. So what is Raquel's big three? Especially Icky. I know. Because I want to know. Raquel was born on September 12th, 1994 at 11.03 a.m. in Sonoma, California. And this time is not confirmed. I thought that she was a Scorpio rising and this chart is a Scorpio rising. So <laughs> it confirmed my my suspicions. So she's a Virgo sun, a Sagittarius moon and a Scorpio rising. So interesting that she has the same moon and rising as the Davison chart. Once again. Whoa. Yeah. Super interesting. And actually. her sun is on Tom's is rising in ariana's moon so anyway she's a virgo sun so with a virgo sun they're striving for perfection there's purity so this is you know deer in headlights also beauty queen uh you know being a beauty queen is seems like virgo moon to me like being or virgo sun you know finding your spotlight which is the sun by doing the right thing looking perfect appearing a certain yeah way. Um, especially in her 11th house, which is sort of, it relates to audience and having an audience from a certain age and sort of relying on that maybe for certain validation or whatever. Her son is ruled by her Mercury in Libra. And so I think it was Lala who said that she has no identity outside of men or she's looking for her identity within shitty men. And so that sort of can happen when the son is ruled by Mercury in Libra. 
especially when Mercury in Libra is ruled by Venus in Scorpio, which is in detriment, and it's in her first house. So this is maybe with Venus in the first house, you might see your value through how you look, and that's how you attract people to you, which is oftentimes Venus in the first house is great, and for her, I'm sure it is too. But just the sort of link of Earth's train of these planets being ruled by each other is definitely, I would say, it makes me feel for her in a way that maybe I didn't before because this is tough. Especially, mm. I mean, I don't care at all, but, you know, just sort of this link of being, you know, finding yourself, the sun's identity. It's ruled by Mercury in the sign of relationships, finding yourself in relationships, which is ruled by Venus in detriment, which is never feeling good enough. She probably never feels good enough and doesn't know how to seek certain things out in a way that would actually help her. She has a Sagittarius moon, so she needs to have fun. And there's an inclination to run away from emotions. Also, her moon is ruled by Jupiter in Scorpio, which is on her ascendant. So this can be also at the same time, she's kind of driving the ship. She has these first house placements, which rule these other placements. So it's sort of, I don't know, I feel she is, she doesn't feel she has agency, which, but she does. She's a Scorpio rising and she's a Scorpio first house stellium. Once again, with Venus, Pluto, uh, Venus, Jupiter, Pluto, and the North Node. So, and this yeah, is all ruled Scorpio by Mars. stellium. Yeah, but it, and it's all ruled by Mars and Cancer. So this is tough for sure. Mars and Cancer in the ninth house, maybe she, you know, maybe college was tough for her or something happened during college where she really lost a lot of confidence. But Mars and Cancer really needs to l- learn how to stand on its own two feet. I have it. So I know uh, sourcing confidence in what you're doing can be difficult. I really do think she feels like she has no agency at all in her. Now she's in her Saturn return, which I'll get to later, but that's going to teach her otherwise. Also, she was born on a first quarter moon. So there's a sort of always need to be doing stuff in her life or breaking away, especially when with the moon in Sagittarius. Also with the Scorpio rising and all these Scorpio planets ruled by Mars and Cancer, there can be secrets. Scorpio is a sign of secrets. She also has Lilith and Taurus conjunct her natal south node. And so Lilith, you know, the female wounding or sort of the feminine principle of, you know, finding your own personal power. And with the South Node, it's the drain. So she's drained by this sort of need to pursue certain impulses. Also, things that are relevant is that Mercury stationed retrograde in Scorpio 26 days after she was born and Venus stationed retrograde in Scorpio 30 days after she was born. She's 28 years old right now. So this is smack dab in the middle of these two things. So when that happens, that relates to a person's progress chart. So those years, age 26 and age 30, will be significant. Mercury for how you think, Venus for love and values something that i noticed in her chart that is honestly so literal is her chiron in virgo and the 11th house because i mean chiron is the wound of perfection in virgo but i think if we're taking it literally also virgo is you know the virgin and right now it's in her 11th house of audiences we know her public image and being perfect is important to her So her having this wound that basically is she's cheating in the 11th house. I feel I kind of feel really bad for her now because it's probably fucking her up pretty bad. Yeah, I guess she she was trying to get help earlier, but she had contractual filming obligations with Bravo and they threatened to sue her if she did. Wow. Oh, that's fucked up. I don't know. They threatened to sue her. Well, I mean, she would just not be fulfilling her contract, so they could easily sue her. Honestly, I would say I never would guess that she was a Scorpio rising. Okay, so let's get into how it all went down. Tom has a band, unfortunately for all of us. Ariana was Ariana was supporting his new single and was at his show and she had his phone. She checked it and she discovered something. She found a video recording of a FaceTime between Tom and Raquel that was very sexual, which is crazy that he would record that. That's what I was just thinking. Is that a thing people do? Must be. And then she went through his texts and found six months worth of sex between them. So Ariana was completely blindsided by this and devastated. She had no idea this was happening behind her back. You know, these were two people that she thought she knew. This was a guy she was with for nine years. This was someone who she considered to be a close friend. So what was going on when Ariana discovered the cheating? This was the night of March 1st, 2023, and there's no exact time for when his band was playing. So I pulled the chart <laughs> for the Venus-Jupiter conjunction, which occurred at 9.35 p.m. PST. And the sun was in Pisces, the moon was in Cancer, and this chart is Libra rising. So the Venus-Jupiter conjunction is in Aries. Venus is love. Jupiter is truth. And Aries, it's about breakthroughs and beginnings. This conjunction is also tightly conjunct Chiron, the planet of wounds. Venus also rules Uranus and the North Node, which are both in the eighth house of this chart. And the eighth house relates to intimacy and secrets. 
And with Aries, so Aries is the baby. So it's literally coming out of the womb. You're breaking through something. It's not easy. And this is an example of how Venus Jupiter conjunctions can, I don't know, I guess give you a gift that comes much later, right? Because at first there's a lot of wound that she had to heal from. The eighth house is also the house of what you share with your partner. So Uranus and the North Node being there, ruled by this Venus, which is conjunct Jupiter. It's okay, we don't share anything anymore, right? Uranus is completely surprised by, you know, it's breaking away from what was shared. And also destroying the security of the relationship in Uranus and Taurus is a lot about destroying security. The moon in Cancer is squaring this triple conjunction between Venus, Jupiter, and Chiron. And it's in the 10th house of reputation. So this really completely changed the reputation of the show. The moon in the 10th house in Cancer is sort of these emotions that become so public because the moon in Cancer is in domicile. It's in its home. And in the 10th house, it's just sort of like this really raw, these raw feelings, especially with, with so many cancer placements between Ariana and Tom. And Mercury was conjunct Saturn, and this perfected early, early morning on March 2nd. So this is happening at the same time. And it's in the fifth house of this chart. The fifth house relates to romance. Mercury is about thinking, communication, and Saturn is about breaking shit down. It's about boundaries. It's about endings. So Mercury conjuncts Saturn, especially in Aquarius, which is about sort of the cold hard truth, right? Aquarius is the one sign that begins in winter and ends in winter. So it's just sort of, all right, now we have to end something and move the fuck on. Um, Lilith is on the midheaven in Leo and it's squaring the nodes. So Lilith in Leo needs to be perceived a certain way in order to feel valid. I feel this is really Tom performing at the time, right? He's performing Lilith in Leo is there to be, okay, you aren't who you think you are or who you say you are. You're lying to yourself and everyone around you. Um, it's in the 11th house of yeah, audience like, and friendships. Yeah, you have to come to terms with who you are. Yeah. And the sun is trying palace and cancer and that's exact. So the sun is in Pisces, which is Tom's descendant. And so it's shining a light on his relationships. Ariana is a an Aquarius rising and Saturn is in the final degree of Aquarius. So it's the final wow. transit to her first house. She's really having to face the truth. Something that's also very significant for this chart is that it's a 29 degree Libra rising. So it's the final degree of Libra. And Saturn is trining that. So Saturn is here to help. Saturn and Libra are both air signs. Air signs are about relationships and about communication and information and spreading quickly. So this is really how this all kind of unfolded. This chart is also ruled by Venus in detriment. And this is in Aries. It's the cave woman Venus. So it goes after what it wants, right? And it's conjunct Jupiter, the planet of truth and Chiron, the planet of wounding. All in Aries, a sign of action and being born anew. So it's kind of, you know, Phoenix rising, but also very fury. Are you fucking kidding me? And this Aries stellium is in the seventh house of partnerships and committed relationships. Uh, and it's all ruled by Mars and Gemini. Mars severs and Gemini is the sign of information and twins or duplicitousness. And it's in the ninth house of learning larger truths and publishing or mass communication which makes sense since Scandival ascended beyond Bravo heads, right? It was on yeah. CNN. Also, Mars in Gemini is ruled by Mercury, the planet of information and communication. And once again, that's conjunct Saturn, the planet of boundaries and commitment. In the fifth house of sex, romance, gambling, risks, and children. So this sort of killed the dream of children, which Ariana didn't even want to have to begin with. It was just because she was such a committed girlfriend and Tom wanted them. All right. Mm -hmm. We're getting a lot of information here, peeps. Mm -hmm. But... Ariana breaks up with Tom shortly after discovering his cheating, obviously. But the season for Vanderpump Rules had already ended filming, but Bravo picked up those cameras and went back ASAP to tape all of this. So it was unfolding in real time. And everyone on the cast was shocked. They all actually are friends and have grown up together on the show. So this was actual real emotion that you're seeing when they're filming. Yeah. And the more that people dug into the affair, the more they learned. And it seems the affair between Tom and Raquel started in the summer of 2022. And fans also speculated that Tom and Raquel had been wearing matching lightning bolt necklaces to show their love for each other. I hate that. Which is so icky. So let's get into the bywheel between Raquel and Sandoval. Yes, let us. So there's a lot going on here. Both of them have Jupiter and Scorpio, which means that Raquel was born during Tom's first Jupiter return. Oh, yeah, because he's 12 years older than yeah. her. So that makes sense. Yeah. And so Jupiter and Scorpio is pretty horny. It's just I feel a time when everyone was having wild sex when Jupiter was in Scorpio a few years ago. Raquel's Scorpio stellium, once again, with her natal Venus, Jupiter, North Node, and Pluto. 
and her ascendant all sort of light up Tom's Jupiter, which is at zero degrees Scorpio. So this is, it's goodwill, it's love, it's attraction, it's generosity, but both of them have Mars debilitated, which ruled their, their respective Jupiters, which doesn't mean that they're, blanketly would not mean that they're bad people, but it doesn't make them inclined to being, I think, honest about these private matters, right? Scorpio can keep secrets. And when Mars is debilitated, it avoids conflict. And his Jupiter is also really closely conjunct her natal Venus. So this is the love that keeps on swelling. Jupiter is what grows and Venus is love and attraction. So this is, you know, maybe something they noticed one time. And it does sound like what at least I, I can. Neither of them are reliable narrators. So but if we choose to believe them, this relationship, they tried not to have it and they kept, you know, whatever fucking. So that sort of makes sense for Jupiter conjunct Venus. And Raquel's Saturn in Pisces is conjunct Sandoval's descendant. So that's pretty wild. Saturn is the planet of endings. It's also the planet of commitment. And the descendant is about relationships. So if he commits to her, which can he, we don't know. That would, I guess, wouldn't be surprising. But it's also her presence broke up his committed relationship. So sometimes when Saturn transits people's descendant, they break up or they get married. So these two things kind of both happened. Tom's, Mars, and Saturn are conjunct in Libra exactly, and they're conjunct Raquel's Mercury. So this is in her 12th house of mental health and both secrets and affairs. His Mars in her 12th house, if someone else has their Mars in your 12th house, maybe you'll have an affair with them. Maybe not. Likely not. But no, 12th house is a fair land. Yeah. It's also, this is in his second house of income, <laughs> possessions, and self-esteem. So he, her talking to him, her Mercury and Libra, you know, boosted his self-esteem, right? Ariane would be like, can we hang out? And Raquel would be all, like, I don't even know. Let's dance at the Abbey. Yeah, let's dance at the Abbey. Give me a Molly. And so his self-esteem, you know, is sort of wrapped up in this. But also this relationship, they're... Their bond together is a drain potentially on his income since no one seems to uh. restaurant. They also both have outer planets conjunct each other's moon. So Tom's Saturn in Tom's Neptune in Sagittarius is conjunct Raquel's moon. So this is when someone's Neptune is conjunct your moon, you might feel a tremendous amount of, I guess, goodwill or just sort of this really, you might as well be so confused by them. Neptune is often deception. The moon is emotions. In Sagittarius, it's sort of maybe having really big plans. It's also Sagittarius is a sign about traveling and he flew her out so it's sort of i don't know just sort of living this weird lie yeah i feel like it's very cloudy yeah you're just maybe you are super into that person but it's fucking beer goggles you know you're not even really seeing or maybe you're romanticizing each other honestly. and then also yeah he's maybe he made promises to her like you know suggested things that he never made good on which would be sort of that too honestly probably true remember how he's like, we were gonna tell ariana you know i'm sure he was saying because if you remember, he is trying to relay this whole backstory that him and Ariana weren't having sex. They were having problems for a really long time. He didn't want to break up with Ariana because Ariana in the past has struggled with depression. So I feel there is a chance that, and it's not just only him that does this, but a lot of people that have side chicks make a lot of promises to keep those side chicks around. Maybe this is the side chick placement and we just have found it. If his Neptune is conjunct your moon, whoa, call his, yeah. call his wife. <gasps> My God, I love, I love that. <laughs> Raquel's <laughs> Raquel's Uranus and Neptune are conjunct in Capricorn, conjunct Tom's moon. So Uranus, so both of them have Neptune conjunct each other's moon. So right there's this sort of yeah, like nebulous psycho shit. Yeah. We we just can't quit each other. You know, sort of lies confirming each other's. You know, these big emotions. And Uranus is also surprising. So he might have been really surprised by you know her or whatever. Maybe taken off guard. Maybe he, I feel since since his moon rules his sun and his north node and Uranus there, he felt alive again. He felt electric. You know, electrocuted. I wish. Oh yeah, he said that. Oh, did he say that? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, he's. I felt hope when I kissed her. <laughs> Something like God. That. You're just so washed up, dude. God. <laughs> also, yeah. So, God, that's gross. Also, her Mars in Cancer is conjunct his son, but Ariana also has Mars in Cancer, which is interesting. So he really likes maybe that. I don't know. He he feels sexually attracted to her with Mars, and if someone's Mars on your son, there's maybe competition. There can also be sexual attraction or just sort of this this need to pursue each other for some matter or other. So after news breaks that Tom cheated, Tom goes on Instagram and basically apologizes to everyone except the one person he needed to uh, apologize to, which is Ariana. But he then came back again for a part two with a second apology that was directed to her. And Raquel also made a statement apologizing for her actions. She went on to say that she doesn't expect any sympathy or forgiveness. 
She also said that she sent an apology text to Ariana that didn't go over well, obviously, and that her and Tom are on a break. Ariana calls her the fucking rad or something. Yeah, I love that. Spot. Despite the current situation, Ariana and Raquel used to be very close. So, Dana, let us see their bi-wheel. So, Raquel's son and Chiron are in Virgo conjunct Ariana's natal moon. The sun is a spotlight. Chiron is woundings. And the moon is about emotion. So this sort of puts a spotlight on Ariana to not only feel her her emotions, but also wounds her, right? She sort of, maybe she feels yeah. tender and, you know, towards, or did at one point felt, you know, sort of this Chiron bond, which could be like healing towards Raquel, but, you know, not otherwise. That's in Ariana's eighth house, which is the house that relates to shared things in relationships. So the sun and Chiron there, you know, sort of made her aware of what was not going well in her relationship and ultimately ended it. And it's in Raquel's 11th house of friends. So Ariana's moon in Raquel's 11th house really maybe she doesn't not only did Tom lose his ride or die, so did Raquel. Raquel's south node, Raquel's a south node Lilith conjunction in Taurus and it's conjunct Ariana's Venus north node conjunction. And this is in Ariana's fourth house of endings and Raquel's seventh house of committed partnerships and close one-on-one oh relationships. God. includes friendships, especially when they were, you know, they were all such good friends that people thought they were a throuple, which it turns out that Ariana was just excluded from that little game. Additionally, yeah. which is pretty major, is that Ariana's Venus North Node conjunction and Raquel's natal Lilith South Node conjunction are all between 16 and 18 degrees of Taurus. And on ju- last year, on July 31st and August 1st, 2022, Mars, Uranus, and the South Node were all conjunct at 18 degrees Taurus. Oh, my God. So Mars is sex, Uranus is shock, surprise, and things you don't see. Oh, my God. And that's right around when people thought that the affair started, or at least people started to find out about it. And the North, yeah, the North Node's increase. And so in Taurus is, and Uranus and Taurus is just really shaking the foundation. And so this is sort of going towards a sort of, you know, sexual intrigue, but also just ruining Ariana's, you know, foundation, especially since her fourth house is Taurus, which is the foundation of the chart. Um, oh my God. Raquel also has a Uranus-Neptune conjunction in Capricorn opposite Ariana's Mercury in Cancer. And it's in Ariana's 12th house. So she really couldn't have seen Whoa. this coming, even if she did follow these alleged clues, which which Tom suggested that she followed him to Schwartz's house to confirm that he was, what, masturbating on the... What an idiot. And then she said... I had your iPad location and I did see you were at Tom's house. I, and she looked directly into that. the camera when she said that. And then, yeah, what's that called? Andy was, are you addressing Tom? And she's like, yeah, it was so funny. And also, yeah, Mercury opposite Neptune in Sinistry can indicate lying. Tom has this aspect in his natal chart. His natal Mercury is in Gemini opposite his natal Neptune in Sagittarius. Mm, so yeah not surprised communication neptune is you know deception and so this opposition can be lying in relationships or you know be having the wool pulled over your eyes and uranus is shock and surprise and ariana was completely blindsided by this this deception so since the news broke everyone was basically team ariana cast members were all about her and fans were feral going after tom and raquel bizarrely tom went on howie mandel's podcast to address the status of his relationship with raquel saying we're not putting any labels on it we're just kind of taking a break and he clarifies that they are friends one, I didn't know Howie Mandel had a podcast, but also it's very bizarre that he would go on there. Why? And he pissed off Vanderpump producers because he blindsided them by talking to, again, Howie Mandel. Why? Especially because Howie Mandel had no idea what was going on or who any of the cast members are. <laughs> and Andy Cohen is so shady. He made it a point to say how weird it was and how Howie Mandel didn't know who Sheena was. <laughs> so while Tom was out there doing a terrible job at PR and getting his ass handed to him at the Vanderpump Rules season reunion, Raquel has checked herself into a mental health facility. And allegedly this was decided months before the affair with Tom became public, but she had to put on hold during her filming obligations with Bravo. I mean, it has to be hard to have an entire country hate you specifically. But this was a huge story for Bravo and for our Lord, Andy Cohen. The season finale drew over 4 million viewers, which was a series high. The story blew up everywhere. So what is going on in the Vanderpump Rules chart? Okay, so the Vanderpump Rules first aired on January 7th, 2013 at 9 p.m. in New York. And and the chart has Sun and Capricorn, Moon and Scorpio, Virgo rising. Something interesting about this chart is that the sun, the spotlight, 
Mercury communication and Pluto secrets and sex are all in the fifth house. On March 1st, 2023, when Ariana discovered the tapes, Saturn was about to enter Pisces, which is the seventh house of the chart for Vanderpump Rules. So Saturn is about breakups. And this breakup really sort of put life back into this chart or back into the show, which was closely approaching being canceled. Also, this occurred during the show's nodal opposition. So nodal oppositions are times when things that started at a certain time maybe end or start a new chapter this is also during ariana's nodal return so she's getting sort of a fresh start whereas this show is having its head turned on itself and especially with the south node in scorpio conjunct its natal saturn in the third house which is sort of like secrets the third house relates to communication and secrets are about are really associated with saturn and scorpio because saturn is about restrictions withholding reverence and scorpio relates to secrets the third house is about communication with the South Node there, things are being revealed that you couldn't have guessed, and it's really shaking a certain foundation of the show. Um, also, maybe making it mature in certain ways, uh, although I don't know that that's necessarily true. On March 1st, well, Pluto was at 29 degrees of Capricorn, and so the show has the Sun, Mercury, and Pluto all in Capricorn. So being at the final degree in the fifth house with this like Pluto being so much about secrets and sex... Uh, and the fifth house having to do with these sexual relationships and gambling and risks. Pluto at the final degree is sort of really putting everything the show's known for, which is sort of sexual tension, these relationships that, you know, are about cheating on each No one really, people finding shit out and then that destroying relationships. With Pluto at the 29th degree, it's putting everything the show's known for sort of, you know, and it's empowering the show, I guess, for that reputation, but it's sort of really putting it on, I guess, display. It's releasing secrets. The sun was also conjunct the descendant of the original Vanderpump Rules chart. So it's, I feel it's actually sort of the show is setting, honestly, I think, but maybe that's my own personal opinion. I feel the show should end. I think they'll do another season, but I kind of feel, I don't know, 10 years for a reality show with pretty much the same people. Obviously, there's some people that have come in and out, but it's does, it's might have run its course. Honestly, this is going out with a bang, to be honest. Yeah, they should go out with a bang. Honestly, also literally, again. Yeah. So as of late, Ariana is really getting that bag. She's done partnerships with a ton of brands, Bloomingdale's, Uber One, Bic Razors, My Joy Burst Cocktails. She's allegedly getting a lot of deals in the six figures. And she has a new boyfriend, Daniel Way, who's a fitness coach. And she's going to be in a Lifetime movie. She also has a line of revenge merch and it might actually be on Dancing with the Stars. Ooh, she really she really won this this battle. But meanwhile, for Tom, people are boycotting his businesses and posting negative reviews about them online. And a lot of people, including his castmates, openly hate him. Raquel currently is allegedly seeking FBI protection after receiving violent and graphic death threats online and over the phone. And too far, too far, people. Though Tom and Raquel are supposed to be broken up, Ariana revealed that she's seen that Raquel is sending him letters to their house and Tom was seen talking on the phone with Raquel on a flight to Philadelphia, I believe. So this is all very messy. Dana, what is the future holds for this messy ass trio? So I really Ariana's prospects for continuing to make money. She's currently in a second house a year and the second house relates to your salary, your income, you know, getting your getting yours. And Saturn is her chart ruler and it entered Pisces, her second house on March 7th, so very shortly after, you know, wow. she found out. And so Saturn entering her second house is enabling her to build financial security, especially apart from Tom. She'll be beginning her third house Aries year on her birthday in June. And so I think this could be about maybe moving. It could also be about new job prospects. The third house is about your immediate surroundings. And so this could be maybe Tom moves out, right? I don't know. He, it's very weird that he refuses to move out. I loved during the reunion when Lala But also she should get a new house. It's so icky to keep the house. I don't think she wants to. I think she's trying to get her money out and spending a lot of time in New York with her new boyfriend. But Tom refuses to move. He refuses to leave. That's during the... But why can he buy her? He can't buy her out. Probably because I don't know if he wants to. I mean, I I don't know anything about that. But I did that Lala said that because I think a similar thing happened to her. And she said these these narcissists, they destroy you and then they they don't want to spend any time with you. And then when they... When you break up with them, they refuse to leave or something. Because I guess her 
X maybe did the same thing. Also, Ariana's progressed when is in Aquarius in her first house. So she's just had a long little term of it's it's in its final degrees. It will enter Pisces on November 2nd or in November. So her progressed moon in Aquarius transiting her first house has been a time when she's learned a lot about herself and what she's capable of. And once it enters Pisces, it will be in her second house. So then there will be another two to two and a half year period where she's continuing to be focusing on her money and, you know, continued financial security. Her progressed Venus enters Cancer at the end of September. And so I love that for her. Having Venus, especially at the final degree of Gemini and finding out that you're the person you thought was the love of your life was cheating on you is pretty severe and a little too on the nose. Once it enters Cancer, it will be with her sun and her Mars and Mercury. So maybe this will enable her to heal and really feel more of herself than she's ever felt. She's she looks great. It looks like she's feeling good. Yeah. And with I feel people are rallying around her, which seems nice. Right. She said that a few times. Yeah. Also, Jupiter will be conjunct her Venus and North Node, and this will be per, this aspect will perfect next March and April. But the the year has already started, so Jupiter is in the sign, and so it's in her fourth house where it's a, enabling her to heal. Jupiter brings gifts. The fourth house is about endings, and when it hit her like Venus, maybe maybe she'll get engaged. I don't know. Maybe she'll fall in love. Maybe she'll just really once again make more money. I want all those things for her because she seems she has a lot to give, and I you know I think she's cool. So as for Sandoval, not as, you know, not as good for him. So he's currently in a fifth house Capricorn Saturn year. And so he'll begin a sixth house Aquarius Saturn year in July. So the the two years that Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius are usually not the most looked forward to because it's a year when you're going to get your ass handed to you, especially if you're a shit bag. <laughs> and so he, you know, he's in the middle of his. It makes sense that he... You know, he broke up with his longtime partner when Pluto was conjunct his moon in his perfected house um, because it's sort of you aren't that you aren't who you, you know, who you say you are and you are ruining people's lives. Saturn's also transiting his natal seventh house in Pisces and it entered on March 7th, 2023. It leaves on February 13th, 2026. I don't know, maybe we'll get more news around his relationship with Raquel when it crosses his natal descendant, which will be which just happened on May 27th, 2023. Again on July eighth, and finally February fourth, twenty twenty four, and so it's conjunct. He has Mars or he has Saturn retrograde conjunct his natal descendant in his solar return chart. He will have to live with sort of this news, this affair, this scandal for I at least the next year, and you know, may- I'm sure longer. But you, I feel it'll, it's really going to get to him, right? It rules his moon. Saturn rules his moon, so he's now and his moon's at twenty nine degrees. It's so potent. He's so. Like, my reputation, my reputation, and he's going to have to let, you know, see, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll learn that you can't do things to other people, but I wouldn't count on it. Also, his progress moon entered Leo and his natal 12th house on April 1st, 2023. So this is going to be a time when he is maybe isolated. The 12th house relates to isolation. It also relates to secrets. Maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll have another affair. I don't know. Um, maybe he'll just have to deal with all the secrets he's kept in general. I don't know. I feel this all really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Let's hear your predictions for Raquel. Yeah. So her Saturn return began on March 7th, 2023, and it will be there through February 13th, 2026. So that's the period of her Saturn return. Well, meaning of your Saturn return is when you are sort of faced to deal with consequences, maybe that for your actions, really also faced to sort of your challenge to become an adult or else, I guess. She's in a fifth house year currently, just understandable because he is 12 years older than her. That's how many houses there are in a chart. So they're always going to be in the same house here, which is interesting to me, at least. Uh, and her sixth house year begins at her birthday in September. And so th- the sixth house year is difficult. It's a time when you might fall physically ill. You might feel subjugated. You might have to really deal with your daily habits and routines. And she's also in her Jupiter opposition. It began on May 16th. It ends next May. And so the Jupiter opposition could mean that she maybe is offered opportunities for help or redemption. Jupiter is all about redemption and it is about healing. And Jupiter rules her natal moon. So, you know, maybe... And it also rules her natal Saturn. So this Jupiter opposition, on one hand, I think that it's really showing her Saturn. Her natal Saturn, Saturn is in her fifth house. So having a Saturn return in your fifth house when you've been cheating on or when you've been a mistress to your best friend's life partner is kind of fitting for that. But also with, yeah, the Jupiter opposition, maybe she's learning in rehab that other people, you know, have feelings. I don't know. 
She really doesn't seem like she knows that. Uh, she's also in her nodal opposition, and that started in January 2022, and it'll end on July 17th. And so this is this is famously the aspect that relates to the 27 Club. So mostly it's a time when people are plucked off the path. They, they think they're on major incidents happen in their lives that really change the trajectory of their whole life. And her exact nodal opposition was August 25th, 2022. So that's right around the time that we are told the affair was starting. And yeah, her progressed Venus will station retrograde in Scorpio in March 2025. I don't know. I mean, that's something that's coming up for her. So but that's in a long time. We have no idea where she'll be at that point. And her progressed Mars squares her natal Venus in December 2023. So that's coming up sooner. Maybe that will be something. Mars is about sex. It's about power. Venus is about love and values. So maybe she will be challenged to, you know, show her values. Maybe actions will, you know, maybe she will learn through actions that you can be a better person. So I think her potential redemption arc could start December 2023. It could definitely occur in December 2025. There are several progressed aspects occurring that make me think she could, you know, become a better person. And then in her Saturn return chart, I'm not going to get into it, but Lilith is conjunct her natal Chiron in her Saturn return chart. And that's pretty insane. It's an exact conjunction. And so Lilith on her Chiron, it's it's about facing all the wounds that you have to, everything that, you know, I think everything that she's externalized will have to be sort of, you know, put through the filter of herself as opposed to, okay, well, if I just do this, if I just change myself in this way, it's, you know, you have to face yourself. <laughs> especially with her son being in Virgo as well. Those are a lot of predictions. We threw a lot at you this episode, but yeah, we couldn't leave you hanging on Scandaval. So Dana, but one thing you didn't mention, do you think that Tom and Raquel will get back together publicly or be together publicly in a committed relationship? I have to look at their Davison chart, but based on Saturn, it's either, okay, so it's either yes or no, obviously, right? But Saturn in Pisces when his descendant is Pisces and her Saturn is Pisces it's sort of it's a really tough time for both of them him specifically in relationships her in terms of how she has fun and what risks she takes I think if they do it maybe won't last her Saturn return if she you know absorbs sort of or or Saturn would enter her sixth house Aries and she would you know then it would break off I'm not necessarily optimistic for... So they're not in it for the long... They're not in it they for the They might be in it for, for a bit, but I don't think they're... I don't expect their relationship to... I mean, if it even is still... Which it seems like it's still, you know, in effect, I would be surprised if it even... If it outlasted... I mean, it will not be as long as him and Ariana's, I, I think. All right. Well, there we have it. We'll keep you updated on Scandaval as we learn more information. But we will be back with all new juicy ass episodes on June 26th. And we can't wait. And with that, I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology. Allegedly Astrology.